everyone. Welcome again to another edition of the While You're a Single podcast. I'm glad that you joined the program again this week. If you happen to be in the Houston area on November the 21st, 2014, I'd like to invite you to our While You're a Single service. It will be taking place in Library 100 in Houston Baptist University, 7.45 p.m. Friday, November the 21st. If you'd like more information about that, I encourage you to check out our ojtalksministries.org website to get more information about our service. We're going to be dealing with part two of protecting relationships from the enemy. The last time we um, engaged in part one of that um, last month and we had a great time of discussion and enlightenment. Uh, it's a very great message and I uh, hope you can make it. It's going to be a blessing to you. So that will be November the 21st. Hope you can make it. We have been talking about what love is, what love does, and what love is not. And I've discussed what love is. And love is unconditional. Love is a sacrifice. Love is a fruit. And last time I stopped that. Love is a decision you make. Love is a decision you make. Love is not a feeling. Love is not based on how you feel. Love is based on an act of your will. Love is not emotional. Love is volitional, meaning it's an act of your will. Feelings are part of love, yes. Love is not based on the way you feel because sometimes you feel good and sometimes you feel bad. Sometimes you feel happy. Sometimes you feel sad. Love is not based on that. Love is consistent because it's an act of your will and is derived from the grace that God gives us. Love is not a feeling. When you are in love, yes, you will have feelings. But just because you have feelings doesn't mean you are in love. There is this concept of falling in love. And I understand the hoopla around that phrase, falling in love. And I understand the excitement and I know it has its place and I know that it's part of love, but the feeling itself is not love. Maybe that's the problem, falling in love. When you fall, you injure yourself. When you fall, it means you had an accident and you did not know what tripped you. Well, love is really not something we fall in, it's something we walk in. Love is not an accident, it's deliberate, it's an act of your will. Then what's the relevance of feelings there? Feelings have their place. Uh, feelings help get your attention towards somebody. Feelings uh, help you uh, be drawn to someone, be attracted to someone. But beyond that, then you have to willfully do things to show that you love them. And that's where the true nature of love comes into the picture. Love is a decision. You choose to love somebody. For example, Scripture says that in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, I believe, it says that while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. We're not even in a condition to be loved. We're in a condition where the feelings will be 
repelled, but he loved us anyway because love is not based on feelings. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus was not feeling like going to the cross, but he did it anyway because he loves you and I. Love is not based on feelings. Love is an act of your will. I like the way uh, author and speaker Matthew Kelly described feelings. He said, feelings are just the aroma of the flower we call love. And flowers are not always in bloom. In other words, when you have a flower, even though the flower is not smelling like a flower, it doesn't change the fact that it's a flower. Just because you are operating in love, you're not feeling like loving somebody. That doesn't change the fact that you cannot love them. Love is an act of your will. It's not emotional. It's volitional. Love is a decision you make. So, those are briefly what love is. Unconditional, a sacrifice, a fruit, a decision you make. Now, let's deal with what love does. Love forgives. Love forgives. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8, the Amplified Version says, Have intense and unfailing love for one another, for love covers a multitude of sins. And in parenthesis, it goes on to explain what that means. It means love forgives and disregards the offenses of others. Love forgives. In Proverbs ten twelve, it says, Hate stirs up strife. But love forgives all offenses. Love forgives. If love was a glove, forgiveness would be its fingerprint. One of the main things love does is it forgives. That's why Jesus demonstrated that toward us. He forgave us. He gave us his life. In the process, he also forgave us. Love forgives. In the previous podcast, title moving forward i elaborated on forgiveness extensively i know it's difficult to forgive but we can and i think part of the difficulty in forgiving is when we don't understand what forgiveness is nevertheless understand love forgives and i want to say this about forgiveness something i often say when i address forgiveness forgiveness is not about someone getting away with what they did to you it's about you getting away from what was done to you love forgives Number two, the second thing that love does is that love gives. Not only does love forgive, love also gives. John 3.16, very popular verse. God so loved that he gave. Because love gives. Galatians 5.25, husbands. Love your wives like Jesus loved the church and gave his life for her. Because love gives. God gave us his son in demonstrating his love. Jesus gave us gifts. He gave us grace. He gave us faith. He gave us salvation. He gave us the Holy Spirit in demonstration of his love. Likewise, when someone loves you and you love them, they give you, you give them. You give gifts. You give things like your time, your undivided attention, your touch, your money, your encouragement, 
your support. And sometimes you give in. The only thing that your love should not give is up. Because love does not give up or fail. Love gives. Even though love gives, just because somebody gives you something doesn't mean they love you. Let me say that again. Even though love gives, just because someone gives you something does not mean they love you. I'm sure you are aware of people who give things with strings attached. When somebody gives you something and expects you to give something in return because of what they gave you, that's manipulation. That's not love. Anybody can give without loving, but nobody can love without giving because love gives. So number one thing that love does, it forgives. Number two, love gives. Number three, first Corinthians 13 verse four, different translations. Some say love endures long. Some say love suffers long. Some say love is patient. I like to put it this way. Love waits patiently. Love waits patiently. I say this respectfully, especially if you're a lady. If a guy is not willing to wait to marry you before he sleeps with you, he does not love you. Let me say that again. If a guy is not willing to wait patiently to marry you before you become physically intimate, he does not love you. Love waits patiently. One of the best example of love waiting patiently is in the life of Jacob. In Genesis 29, verse 18, he is in love with Rachel. He wants Rachel Laban's daughter. But Laban asked Jacob to work for him for seven years. After seven years, Laban tricked Jacob and Jacob had to wait another 14 years before he could marry his daughter, Rachel. And Laban tricked him even more and he ends up spending 20 years working for Laban. But why did he wait 14 years and eventually 20 years? 14 years to marry Rachel. Because he loved her. Love waits patiently. So, number one, as far as what love does. Number one, love forgives. Number two, love gives. Number three, love waits patiently. Number four, love communicates. See, love is involved in giving and receiving. Communication also involves giving and receiving, speaking and listening, sending and returning. So just like love is a two-way street, communication is a two-way street. Therefore, we can conclude that love communicates. Love does something that causes the recipient of love to do something back. So there's the communication taking place when love is expressed. In 1 John 4, 19. We love because he first loved us. Paraphrasing, because God communicated love to us, we communicated love back to him. When someone loves you, it prompts you to do something in return, an expression of your gratitude of receiving love. Love communicates. Love does something to you that inspires you to elicit a response to the love you're receiving.
love communicates. So number one, as far as what love does, love forgives. Number two, love gives. Number three, love waits patiently. Number four, love communicates. Now let's deal with what love is not. Obviously, I mentioned love is really not feelings. Feelings are part of it. Feelings get your attention. Feelings get you to meet somebody. But beyond that, what love really is takes over. You you make a decision uh, to willfully and unconditionally and sacrificially uh, uh, love somebody. Okay, but the main thing that love is not is not lust. More often than not, people confuse love with lust. So what's the difference between love and lust? I think fundamentally we can look at the individuals that personify both attributes. Jesus represents love. The devil represents lust. So in a sense, first heard this from Dr. Edwin Lewis Cole, lust is counterfeit love. Lust is perverted love. Looking at Jesus and the devil in John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus said, the thief comes to kill, to steal and to destroy. But I have come to give you life and to give you more abundantly. Therefore, we know the thief is the devil. Therefore, love gives life. Lust takes life. Love gives you vitality and fulfillment. Lust steals your dignity and leaves you with disillusionment. Love is truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Love is truth. Lust is a lie. The devil disguising himself as an angel of light is a lie. It's a counterfeit. It's fake. Love gives. Lust takes. Love is truth. Lust is a lie. Love is patient. Lust is impatient. Love is selfless. Lust is selfish. Love has self-control. Lust lacks self-control. Since love gives, love is benevolent. Since lust takes, lust is malevolent or evil. Love communicates. Lust excommunicates. To be excommunicated means to be pushed away or discarded. I'm sure a lot of people uh, who've been the brunt or who've been used by others felt like isolating themselves or, or, or taking themselves out of community because they feel ashamed. And in some cases... People who have been used have been just rejected and kicked off and just sent away. I don't need you anymore. I've, I've, I've done what I want with you. That's excommunication. That's what lust does. Love is a sacrifice. Lust makes you the sacrifice. I like the way psychologist and minister Dr. Robin Smith summarized uh, what love is. And it's a combination of what it is. Uh, what it does and what it is not. And and I like this from her book, Lies at the Altar. And this is what she says. 
Love doesn't batter. Love doesn't demean. Love doesn't send you to the emergency room. Love doesn't hurdle with you in a corner, crying your eyes out. Love doesn't scare the wits out of you. Love doesn't make you wish you were dead. If you believe it does, then you're living a lie. Love is gentle. It is kind. It doesn't keep score of wrongdoings. Love forgives. It repents and shows remorse. It changes its way when it has gone down the wrong path. Love affirms and makes room for differences. It makes safety and honor its backbone and the sense of aliveness its gift. Thank you for listening to the Wild Your Single Podcast. Have a great week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single Podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. OJ Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take